as part of the Jeremiah Show. It's the Arwen Lewis Show. Arwen Lewis is a singer, a songwriter, and a guitarist. She inhabits our blue planet, but her beliefs belong in the celestial realm. As the daughter of Peter Lewis, a founding member of rock and roll cult icons Moby Grape, and the granddaughter of Oscar-winning actress Loretta Young, she's been part of the creative cosmos all of her life. She's a slice of sonic heaven, poised to enter your heart, mind, and soul. She's an artist, producer, and writer, and she's your radio host. Hello, everybody. This is Arwen Lewis. You're listening to the Arwen Lewis Radio Show, and my show is under the Jeremiah Show platform. And today, I have a very special guest named Brady Harris. My show features upcoming and established musical artists, and we celebrate their careers and play songs from recent releases and things that they've released in the past. You can find out more about Brady Harris at bradyharrisband.com, at bradyharrisband on Instagram. Uh, under YouTube under Brady Harris and on Spotify under his name Brady Harris. We're going to be featuring his song Economy of Song, excuse me, Economy of Sound off of his recent EP Hotel in the Sky in its entirety this um, show at the end of the show. So stick around and take a listen. And I'm going to tell you a little bit about Brady before we get into our conversation. Brady Harris is a standard bearer of the sh- subgenre known as Beatlesque Americana, wrote Absolute Power Pop. In Americana UK noted that Brady Harris provides an Americana masterclass in songwriting and performance. Brady is a Texas-born, Los Angeles-based musician who is also a former busker in London and Paris and a staple in the 805 winery music scene. His music has been heard on The Tonight Show, Saturday Night Live, Oprah, French TV, indie movies, plush five-star Euro hotels, and countless wineries on California's Central Coast. Brady performs frequently in California and occasionally in France and England. Brady, welcome to my show. Arwen. So good to see you. Thank you for having me. This is going to be such a fun show because you're going to play live for us today. I'm going to try. Oh, well, you will. I don't play live that often. No, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to give it a shot. Thank you. Um, what kind of guitar is that that you're holding right now? It's here? a little guitar. A little guitar. It's very little. <laughs> little is actually in the name. Oh. It's called, uh, like, it's a Little Martin. I'm not making that up. It's actually... Little Martin, it's a, so it's a Martin guitar, which is kind of a famous uh, American acoustic guitar maker, which I know you know about. Mm-hmm. Um, and this is uh, uh, th- this one's not from Pennsylvania; it's from Mexico. Oh, so it's a little Martin. So it's a parlor <laughs> size, so it's smaller than uh, normal full-size guitars like you play, but that's because I'm just a wee lad, you know, so, (laughs) and it's got a very slim neck, and uh, it's easier for me to play for, you know, we play for like three hours at a time when we do these wine bar, the winery gigs and whatnot. Yeah. So, uh, so it's kind of my workhorse, you know, uh, I don't really record with it, but, uh, I, uh, I, it's uh, all the gigs I do pretty much on the wine, I call it the wine trail, but the 805, the, all that stuff. I'm, I'm using this little guy. And uh, and then it's been to France. It's been to uh, 
uh, New York played Joe's Pub with this. Uh, fits in the overhead luggage. And uh, it wouldn't work for everybody, but um, it works for me because, again, I'm a wee lad. <laughs> Well, it sounds like it's a great travel guitar, and you want to always, I mean, I don't know about you, but... It's a parlor I, guitar. It's yeah. not a travel guitar. It's a parlor guitar. <laughs> this goes back to the 20s. This is, it's the, it's the little size. I always think travel guitar, I think of like the little mangled things that don't really look like guitar. This is a proper guitar. Well, what I meant by that is that you know you can take it on the plane with you. Oh, yeah. Like, I don't know about you, but I never want to check my guitars when I get on the No, plane. never. Well, and then once you get where you're going, I'm usually using... Um, public transportation or ride share and the difference between hauling this thing around in a soft case and a full-size martin in a hard case which is what i used to do is night and day yeah i can imagine <laughs> it is just like ridiculous so like i yeah i never went back so but uh you know i mean i play electric and stuff that's all different than this but this is my little it's my little workhorse right here well, like i've done about a thousand me. hours worth of gigs with this one it's a long, it's a lot of gigs. It's a lot of gigs. And you can see it's, it's got a little bit of the patinas worn off here. It's getting very thin. You can kind of almost see through it right there. I don't know if you can see if you're watching. But it's, uh, the aim is to go for Willie Nelson's guitar, Trigger. Mm -hmm. Have you ever seen <laughs> Willie Nelson's guitar? He's been playing this classical guitar for like, I don't know, 70 years, I guess. I don't know. I mean, Willie Nelson's one of these people. He's like, he's looked the same age to me my entire life. <laughs> you're right? right. I mean, yeah. that's like, then his guitar is like, yeah, right? You know, so, but you can see through his guitar, trigger, he calls it trigger. So like, there's a hole in it. Like you can actually, <laughs> and I don't mean the sound hole. There's like another hole of the guitar. It's like, wow, okay. And uh, so um, I'm, I'm, I'm aiming to go with the trigger effect here. You can almost see through this part yet, but it's still solid. But I'm I'm trying to get there. You know, with a few more thousand hours of gigs, it'll uh, maybe I'll get there. Yeah. You know? And the guitar just sounds better. The the more. Well, anyways, I'll shut up about Trigger. But Willie did have a great quote about you know uh, his guitar and him. You know, and they they said you know, are you ever going to trade that guitar out and get a different one? You know, he's Willie Nelson. He's man of means. He goes, no, I figure, you know, Trigger and I will give out about the same time. <laughs> <laughs> He'll be buried with Trigger. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I think so, too. Yeah, right? <laughs> I mean, it would be only fitting, so, yeah. Um, well, talking about Willie Nelson, uh, where are you from? Born uh, in Texas. Okay. So, but you... all my summers were in in uh, California, so I've always, California's always been part of the thing, but, like, I went to you know, schooling through high school in Texas. So, you know, I'm really from Houston, so. Well, do you feel like, I mean, I think the answer is yes to this question, but do you feel like your Texas roots kind of have been um, a really big influence on your sound and the people who've inspired you to be a musician? I think so. I mean, yeah, I mean, you grow up in Texas and, you know, your parents have Waylon and Willie eight tracks and cassettes and albums and, all these these things and you know it's uh it, it and you're just exposed there's so much blues in houston and there's kind of more bluegrass than you kind of just randomly run into like in la or something so you know it you it's 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 it seeps in one way or the other you know whether or not it reflects on how you play or write music that's different but it, it's definitely in you you know I mean, the thing it made for me is like it, it makes you real picky about people who play the blues because you hear so much blues and uh, then you 
because there's so many people playing the blues and then you go somewhere where there's not so much blues and uh you hear somebody playing and people are like oh they're great and i'm like well yeah they're okay but you know where i'm from there's like a blues guitar player like on every corner you know i mean so so and it's just uh kind of spoils you to the blues i should say you know is what i'm saying well you have a really nice fusion um of blues music and also the Texas and also there's like a lot of LA influence like you love there I know that Depeche Mode isn't from Los Angeles but for some reason their music reminds me of LA like you've got like all of that here in Santa Barbara one of them uh, he just the guy that passed away but yeah yeah so oh. go ahead sorry well I was just gonna say I hear, I hear you, though. you know like I feel like yeah. you've kind of um, you know taken all these artists together and like developed this own style for yourself and um, I mean I know that that's also on a very different spectrum than Beatlesque Americana. Um, but I don't know. So yeah, how did you develop your sound and how did you develop your voice? Because you have this very smooth, pitch-perfect, melodic voice. <laughs> and it flows perfectly through your guitar work. Um, so how did you, yeah, how did you oh, develop your sound? I'll end that note. <laughs> no, I mean, honestly, the, uh, the playing stuff, Really, it, it goes back to um, busking in London and Paris when I was just truly a wee lad, 17, 18 years old. And that's literally how you made your money to eat that day, you know, and, and whatnot, you know. Um, so um, it, it and because you're by your well, I was by myself busking. I didn't have other people with me. It made me develop a, maybe a more percussive style on the acoustic guitar. Okay. Yeah. Then just kind of regular strumming, mm -hmm. you know, just so trying to maximize of like a, a rhythm section out of in between the chords or whatever. Mm -hmm. So I know that that, the, 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 that developed because of busking, playing for money, hoping people would listen and give you, you know, a tip, you know, and then, um, uh, just singing, you know, I, I wasn't very good. Uh, I don't know if I'm that good now, but I'm better, a lot better than I was, but, uh, you know, singing in front of people just straight out the gate is like, right. It, you know, it's, that's a, you start learning quick, you know, you learn what works and what doesn't, and you start to notice mistakes and then this i think the stuff you're talking about is the wine bar stuff and you know that's tailored for like three hours of you're creating a mood people are drinking wine you know it's not like i'm out there playing my latest thing with a rock band or something you know it's like it's yeah. it's, it's curated specifically for that you know those gigs right um and also, uh, it sounds like, like you just said, like you came up with that when you were busking. But what I wanted to ask, too, is what brought you or made you go out to Europe in the first place and bus? Did you just want to see Europe and you decided that's how I'm going to pay my way? Well, I mean, I had never been out of the United States. I was about to graduate high school, you know, and I was already a big kind of an Anglo anglophile you know I, I was already a beetle fan who had been broken up forever but i was like they meant everything to me and uh i had a friend who was english in texas who had a friend in london with a spare room i could stay in for two weeks and, i mean that's all i needed and i worked yeah. at uh nasa uh my senior year of high school it was one of those things where you you could get out of school like two hours earlier if you had a job to go to uh -huh. and the job was approved by the school or whatever so i worked in building 36 at uh at nasa it wasn't for nasa it was for um a company called matsco which was a subsidiary of ge but you know they were on site at nasa and i grew up right by the johnson space center and all that money whatever i made at that 
uh, working there, I just set aside for this my grand trip to go to London and just see how long I could last. So mm-hmm. I had two weeks sort of built in, right, at my friend of a friend's. Mm-hmm. And I just got over there and it just blew my mind. I could, first of all, I couldn't believe I was in England. Like, I'd never been out of the country in my life, you know, ever. You know, I'd never been to Europe, not, nothing, no, you know, it was much more humble sort of traveling situation when I was growing up. Besides coming to California every every summer, I spent all my summers out here. My dad's girlfriend lived in Hawthorne, Redondo Beach, so I was down there, da 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 But I just, I was, my mind was blown. And then... um I knew some because of my friend was a musician, so I, I knew uh, some entrees to a couple other musicians there. One of them was a busker. He kind of showed me, you got to go down in the morning, wake up early, get your pitch. You know, you get an hour. You know, for the decent spots. I mean, you could go set up and start playing wherever you want, but the decent spots you had to go down early in the morning and 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 get your name on the list. And, you oh. know, so you had like from three to four, or from two to three, or noon to whatever. And the best slots were always taken by the very best people anyway. So you kind of got the scraps. <laughs> You know, and uh, so then I was I was like, well, I can make my money last a little bit longer because at this point I'm paying my way as I go day to day. Right. You know, I mean, I'd still make, you know, just enough to have a meal, a few pints, something, whatever. And it, it sustained me. And so like the two week thing turned into, I mean, altogether was there over a year or whatever, you know, but uh, so and I and I fell in love with I fell in love with Europe, basically, you know, mm-hmm. because. I I didn't get to go very far from England, didn't really have the money, but I did get to go to Paris. Because if you're in London, Paris is very close by compared to California or Texas. Yeah. <laughs> and I'll tell you a real quick story, but um, uh, so I, I would busk, uh, if you know London, uh, there's an underground metro everywhere, right? But there's part of the underground that just connects uh, uh, pedestrians, and one is from the South Kensington Station to the Victorian Albert Museums okay. in a really swank area of London, uh, in the west, sort of the West End, and it's the South Ken Station. And I would busk there. That was usually where I could get a pitch between like two or three or three or four, kind of the dead time. But you know, it's the best I could do. And uh, and so I was I was uh, busking and. Uh, this little fellow came over to me like he looked like a dandy. He's like all kind of dressed up, and he walked right over to me in between songs, and he said, uh, "You know, um, are are you, are you free today?" You know, he said, "You know, Andy sent me or something." He said, "You might be free today from five to six. Do you have a pitch somewhere from five to six? I said, "No, no. This is all I have today. It's all I got." He goes, "Well." My normal guy's out, but I need somebody from five to six. And that's like prime time for busking. You know, it's just rush hours. It's like, he goes, I, 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 I do tap dancing at Knightsbridge. And Knightsbridge is like super wealthy, not too far from South Ken. And it's, it's kind of famous too, because it's the deepest station in London. So it's like, you go down these, these escalators. I mean, they just go like really downhill and then, there's like a little platform and then you keep going even further. So it's like really intense. Yeah. And he goes, uh, but I need somebody. He goes, I do tap dancing. I've got a, you know, uh, like a jam box or something that he, and he tap dances, but I need somebody to hold the hat. So he's, so he needs like an assistant, you know? And I said, well, I could do that. You know, like, what does it pay? You know, he goes, well, how much, how much do you make today? And I said, well, it looks like maybe about eight pounds, you know? He goes, oh, you'll, you'll make three or four times that with me. Are you serious? I mean, that was like a ton of money. I'm like, are yeah. you, you know, sure enough, I went and held the hat for him. You know, I walked away with like 45 pounds. It was insane. So it was so good. 
And that, yeah, back then too, that was like your set for like, how, how long would that last you back then? Oh, well, I mean, I could live off that. I mean, that was five days, six days worth of busking right there, you know, so it was great. But he's the guy that told me, he goes, and I didn't really know him very well. His name was Paul. And he goes, uh, uh, he goes, Brady, have you been to uh, um, Paris? I said, no. Yeah, no. He goes, man, I just know you would love it. You know, he goes, this money I'm, you're getting now, you know, take 10% of it and just put it away. And when you're busking, put 10% of it away. You can get to Paris a lot cheaper now than you could from Texas. And you, it's going to blow your mind. I just know it is. He's a little English dandy. He's so lovely. And so I said, well, okay, you know, so I started doing that. Mm-hmm. You know, before I knew it, I had enough for the midnight crossing, which is the cheapest way to go from like Calais to uh, wherever it lands in France. I've forgotten. And you take this train in, but... I did exactly what Paul said, and it did blow my mind. Changed my life. Yeah. You know, and then, I, then, and then I started this whole relationship with people in Paris and friends that happened to live there, and then, and that's the place I go to all the time, you know, the most regular, you know. So it, it made me not a very adventurous traveler because I only go to the same places. But, but yeah, so that, that, that's, that's, that is, that's all for me being there 17 years old busking for, in London, you know. Yeah, and these relationships have lasted all that time. That's, that's amazing. That's beautiful. It is, right? I mean, I lost touch with Paul, but, but it, he, he changed my life. This guy that just did, yeah, this guy Brady could probably hold a hat for you, and he's looking for money and work. So you know, It's so, crazy how bus- things... I know he's busking right now at South Ken, so the, he went and just came over and said, hey, you know. It's crazy how things work out that way. It is, though, right? It is, I mean, your your songs and your music, it has that little, you know, mystical, magical quality about it, too, just like your presence. And I'll take it. Anyway, um, <laughs> well, Brady is going to play some songs live for us here in just a minute. Uh, okay. If you're just tuning in, this is Arwen Lewis, and you're listening to the Arwen Lewis radio show my very special guest is brady harris he is a musician songwriter a recording artist and he was just telling us about his experiences busking in london and how he got to paris and um we're going to take you out to break with his song uh, kate stay late and then bring you back in with hotel in the sky by brady harris and that's the title track off of his ep hotel in the sky and really quick brady uh where can everybody find hotel in the sky hotel in the sky the ep is available at bradyharrisband.com or uh, bradyharris.bandcamp.com cool. so but the the song itself can be streamed anywhere nice. not the whole ep but the the song hotel in the sky can be streamed you know spotify or apple music or all the usual all the usual places well, everybody, get out there and listen to Brady's music if you're not listening already. Go ahead. Dial me up. Dial him up. Find him on Instagram at Brady Harris Band, on YouTube under Brady Harris, Spotify at Brady Harris, and like he just said, you can find him on Bandcamp under his name, and also BradyHarrisBand.com to purchase his new release, Hotel in the Sky. And we'll be right back. Enjoy Brady's music. Okay. Stay late. If you ever need a shoulder to cry on I'll be here till the tears are gone away Cause it did not just slip away I'll never get the chance to say Oh, yeah. 
Hi, this is Freddie Steady Kirch, and you can find my music on steadyboyrecords.com. You can find me all over the internet. Our stuff is available, physical copies, digital, all my music and the music on my record label. And you are listening to The Arwen Lewis Show. everybody, this is Arwen Lewis, and you just heard Brady Harris's recording of Hotel in the Sky, and that's off of his EP, Hotel in the Sky. And uh, Brady, I wanted to ask you just a little bit more about your um, creative inspiration for this project. Uh, what inspired you to title it Hotel in the Sky? Um, Where did you find the song title for the um, song that we're going to play at the end of the program called Economy of Sound? You know, what was the recording process like? Did you produce it? All the good stuff. I did produce it and uh, um, wrote it. And uh, uh, Hotel in the Sky, the the song, um, uh, I was reading an article about um, uh, a singer and uh, some... uh, some, it's kind of a, a, a drug dealer's uh, place in, in East London, mm-hmm. and uh, it's kind of a long uh, a long story. But uh, um, the it was basically a, almost like a flop house, and um, uh, I lived in London obviously for a little while, and and the East London's really come up. But uh, this is back right when it was coming up, and uh, so there was this uh, drug dealer's place. And anyways, the friends of 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 his and. Who, who would come by and do business or hang out and it was kind of a party crash pad or whatever they referred to it as the hotel in the sky mm. and I just thought I, I don't care there's a drug den or whatever it's just the, the phrase hotel in the sky just jumped out at me when I'm reading the article I'm like what a great little phrase you know yeah. like what could it mean? It could, you know, it could, it could mean so much stuff. And I'd never heard that phrase, hotel in the sky, right? So, so I just wrote that down in my little notebook, you know, as a something to work from. But w- with the backstory a little bit in my head as well. But I wasn't trying to like encapsulate that story necessarily. But, but, but I just, you know, uh, one morning when I was writing, I was like, oh yeah, hotel in the sky. I forgot I wrote that down. What a great phrase. And so I just, as as I often do with with when I'm just writing lyrics, I just. Uh, it's not quite a stream of consciousness, but it's just you just start writing stuff that fits. Maybe there's a rhythm in your head and with maybe no aim or no purpose, you know, but you just start writing because I find that the purpose will, will come in. Yeah. If you get out of the way and let the pen do the work, mm-hmm. you know, just just be, But that's the hard part, getting out of the way. Yeah. You try to get control of too much. No, it needs to be. A, no, no, no. Analyze later, right now, yeah. and let it go. You'll throw half of it away. Don't worry. But you need, just need to let the pen start start doing its magic, you know. So that's... You know, so I had like two pages at least of like all these verses and lines of Hotel in the Sky. And I, you know, I X'd most of them out, but I was left with enough for what is the basic bones of the song. And then I had an idea in my mind. I thought, well, 
since I kind of know it's about a dr- well, since I got the title from a dr- an actual real drug den in East London, I thought, well, it'd be kind of cool if I made because I love it when there's a duality to lyrics. So, but that 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 are consistent throughout an entire song. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. And some 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 people can do that great, and it's just like okay, so the whole thing can mean about. Subject A, or it could be about subject B, because every line works both ways. Mm-hmm. So I thought, well, I'm going to try to do that with Hotel in the Sky. So like every line could be about a drug den, but <laughs> then the other a line, it could just be about like the euphoria of love or whatever, or mm-hmm. the promise of, of love, you know, or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, and they're both addictive. So, you know, there you go. <laughs> so, you know, so that was the writing discipline to try to uh, dial in. Because I also found that if you write with... Um, parameters uh-huh it's better than like you can write about anything could be as long as you want it like no limit is is not as creative in creatively inducing if there's limits you know like so i don't know if that made sense but no that makes complete sense i mean you want to give yourself the creative freedom but you want to be creating within the realm of the subject that you're trying to you know explain in the song yeah yeah um, but and then, you know, it sounds like for a hotel in the sky, you know, you found different ways to explain like the same concept through different metaphors or different real life experiences. And we're going to actually, you're going to play the song again live for us right now, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Let's go for it. Perfect. Hotel in the sky, the east end. No reservations, gotta know a friend Hotel in the sky, shine so bright We live by day and we fly by night Hotel in the sky, hotel in the sky Business is good, supply is high You're the reason I came here tonight Take you deep into my arms Cause your memories won't do me no harm Hotel in the sky I, I, Hotel in the sky I'll take you there I'll take you there I'll take you there But you don't come around anymore Hotel in the sky I'll take you there I'll take you there take you there, but you don't come around anymore. Hotel in the sky, why ask why? Gotta live until you die. You're looking good, you're looking fine. Thin as a rail, dying on the vine. Hotel in the sky. Hotel in the sky Hotel in the sky Hotel in the sky 
business is good I feel alright And you're the reason I came here tonight Hotel in the sky One last request If you love me Gotta bring your best Hotel in the sky Hotel in the sky Hotel in the sky Hello, everyone. You're listening to Arwen Lewis on the Arwen Lewis Radio Show. You just heard my very special guest, Brady Harris, perform his song Hotel in the Sky live. And we're going to head out to break again really quickly here. Um, You can find out more about Brady Harris at BradyHarrisBand.com, at BradyHarrisBand on Instagram. Look him up on YouTube and Spotify under Brady Harris. You can buy his EP, Hotel in the Sky, on his website, BradyHarrisBand.com, or also on Bandcamp. And we're going to take you out to break with Brady's song, Sailing on a River, and bring you back in with a Blondie cover, Heart of Glass. This is one of my favorites. So we'll be right back, and we'll see you in a minute. Brady Harris, my new EP is Hotel in the Sky, and you're listening to The Arwen Lewis Show. Hi, you're listening to Katie Cole on The Arwen Lewis Radio Show.
everybody. We're back on the Arwen Lewis Show. Brady, say hi. Hello, everybody. <laughs> Hello, Arwen. This is my very special guest, Brady Harris. Brady Harris and I have a lot of fun together up in San Jose Valley. We both play at the wineries up there, and Brady's very established in the 805 music scene. Um, and the song that you just heard, Heart of Glass by Blondie, uh, that's Brady's cover of that, that was one of the, her first songs I heard you play. And so why Blondie? Why Heart of Glass? That's so funny. I didn't realize that. Um, it, well, I'm a huge Blondie fan, and my only rule for covers is I only cover songs I really love. Like, I don't do the ironic cover or the whatever, or just because people want to hear it. Like, no, no, I got to love it, right? So I'm a huge Blondie fan. Mm-hmm. And um, and I recorded with John Adair, who's uh, a, a great multi-instrumentalist who I play with a lot, um, and he was in my band, and he produced that. And it, um, I, there was a website called, um, oh, I'm trying to remember what it was called, but they had a competition about... Uh, covering you know uh, I think Blondie was the band or something so I just uh, I was kind of inspired to, to cover it for that you know and I just kind of did my own little arrangement and and, and then I ended up recording with John it came out came out pretty good and then it also kind of fell in line with like I, I like to cover female artists mm-hmm. yeah, I don't do a lot of men cover like I do Madonna I do Grace Jones I do Blondie you know and all that so it kind of fit in that the go the go-go's and stuff so like I just yeah. kind of like the gender you know bending that and, and and taking the lyrics and just you know whatever just uh and I love all those bands you know and and, and artists so I did that but uh here in Santa Barbara County I, I did have a, a Blondie encounter just <gasps> just uh, I think it was last month can we talk about that well let's do yeah why not so uh, the Santa Barbara Bowl of course a magical place mm-hmm. I really my favorite place to see a live, yeah. a live act. Uh, just from how kind everybody is, how small it is. It's like a third the size of the Hollywood Bowl. There's the lines aren't long for anything. Anyways, I was there seeing Noel Gallagher, the guy from Oasis, mm-hmm. and then Garbage. You know, mm-hmm. it's kind of a '90s uh, theme or whatever. Yeah. And uh, this band, Metric, that opened up. I didn't know them from the '90s, but they were great. So it was fantastic. Having a great time. Got really good seats. I looked to my right, and who's like. Four seats down from me, Clem Burke, the drummer for Blondie, who's very distinctive looking, if you know Blondie at all. Oh, he's been on? Oh, fantastic. Yeah, no, he's uh, uh, he's one of my favorite drummers. But there he is, you know. So that's my little Blondie tie-in right there, you know. He was trying to, you know, tell me how much, you know, Debbie loves the cover. I said, yeah, hey, I'm trying to enjoy the show, man. You know, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, you're going to play us one of your own songs now, right? That's right, that's right. Feels like I've been down. Is Feel like I've been down, that's right. Well, everybody, enjoy another live performance by Brady Harris. This is uh, Arwen Lewis on the Arwen Lewis Show. Enjoy Brady Harris's song. Three, two, one. Feel like I've been down. Love as I've traced the earth 
you be with me always in my soul I promise you that I'd never leave The stars could never shine without you I feel like I've been down I feel like I've been down Feel like I've been down Feel like I've been down Down, down, down That was a beautiful song. And everybody, you just heard Brady perform his song live on the show called Feel Like I've Been Down. We're going to take you out to break with his song Heart of Glass, which is a Blondie cover, and bring you back in with Strangers When We Meet. This is Arwen Lewis. You're listening to The Arwen Lewis Show. And Brady Harris is my special guest. You'll find him on BradyHarrisBand.com, at BradyHarrisBand on Instagram, YouTube and Spotify under Brady Harris. And also you can find him on Bandcamp and buy his music under Brady Harris. Thank you very much. Once I loved It was a guess Soon turned out Had a heart of glass Seemed like the real Love's gone behind Lost inside An adorable illusion And I cannot hide Cause I'm the one you're using Please don't push me aside We could have made a cruising, yeah In between What I find is pleasing And I'm feeling fine but love is so confusing There's no peace of mind If I fear I'm losing you It's just no good You're teasing like you do 
Bailey here doing a little shameless Rob Bailey self-promotion on the Arwen Lewis Show. This is Arwen Lewis, and you're listening to The Arwen Lewis Show. My very special guest today is Brady Harris. Brady Harris is a recording artist, songwriter, performing musician, a busker. We heard a lot of cool stories in the beginning of the show about his experience busking in London and how that took him all the way to Paris. He still goes back to Paris and England and performs regularly. And he's also a big part of the 805 music scene, performing in a selection of wineries up in the San Valley and Santa Barbara. Mm-hmm. And uh, we, you just heard his song, Strangers When We Meet. And we're going to be playing his song, Economy of Sound, in its entirety at the end of the program today. So don't go anywhere. And Brady, I wanted to ask, uh, do you play with a live band ever? Or is that something that kind of comes and goes out of your life? I do, uh, but it's not as frequent as... As the wine bar, you know, gigs and, you know, all that stuff. But, like, uh, we played at the Cavern Club in um, Liverpool. Nice. I'm a big Beatle fan. You know, that was full band, you know, uh, very special. I played the Cavern Club before, but it was solo. But this was, like, full rock outfit, you know. It was great, you know. So, so much fun. And we played some other places in England. And um, sometimes I play as a duo. But, but yeah, mostly I'm solo. But, yeah. uh, I love playing electric. Electric's easier than uh, acoustic. You know, a lot of people don't realize that. They go, oh, acoustic's easy. Oh, it's like nowhere to hide with an acoustic guitar. It's, uh, you have to be 100% honest, you know. But like to plug in, a little distortion, you got sustain, you can hit a single note and just hold it for a while. It's like, wow, it's great. It's like you hit a twang on an acoustic guitar for a second. People like, hey, what's, why'd you stop playing? You know, like, <laughs> yeah, like, what's going on here? <laughs> yeah, what's going on here? The guy can't play the guitar. <laughs> um, so, what kind uh, of music do you guys play together? Well, it's more representative of like when you play Economy of Sound, you know, yeah. uh, that's coming up or uh, like the stuff that I release on uh, on my own, under my own name, under uh, Spotify and, and, and my website and stuff cool. or whatever. So it's just full band stuff. It's uh, more rocking and electric based and, and whatnot. So, um, you know, Hotel in the Sky and all that. But uh so. Are these uh, are these British musicians that played on it, or, or like are the people you played with at the Cavern Club all from England? Or? Oh, the Cavern Club was um, well, my brother from another mother, Alex. Uh, he lives in Nice. Okay, and he's the one that shot the video for Hotel in the Sky, and he plays key. So he actually flew in from France. He's from France, okay. so he flew in from there. But the rest of us were we were all from California. Okay. You know, um, and I was kind of doubled up with another band, uh, one of my favorite bands down in, well, they're kind of all over now, but in California called Plastic Soul. Um, so their singer guitarist was backing me up and, uh, and my rhythm section was backing him up. So sometimes you travel internationally, if you're all going to the same festival and you're doing gigs around the same thing, you it's easier to double up with. Yeah. So then a lot of the, I mean, I wasn't doing double duty, but they were, you know, so it was cool. You know, it was, 
they're all great players and great we're really important the great harmony singers which is you know i love it when everybody can sing you know yeah, yeah. that's a big deal it's band. a big deal for me <laughs> yeah yeah they send a lot of there's a lot of singing on my records usually but uh so it's it's nice when there's like people that can step up and do that too I wanted to ask you too because I noticed on one of your songs um, that there was like some really beautiful harmony and then I wanted to say did you do the harmonies on your recordings or do you have other people come in and sing? Both. I mean yeah. Hotel in the Sky is all me but um, there's uh, yeah I've, I've s some records are under the Brady Harris band moniker and that's those are um, other people singing harmonies so you know yeah. whoever's around you know just get in there. Yeah. Knock it out. <laughs> do you sound good? Let's go. <laughs> records have you released too many you know i don't know uh i don't know that's a good answer that means you've had a lot of fun recording and have a lot of things to get out there and promote just like hotel in the sky, hotel in the sky. <laughs> well brady it's been so fun having you on um sadly we ran out of time arwen thank you so much for having me i've been looking forward to this it's been a good day um, we're going to take everybody out of the show with Brady's song, Economy of Sound. And you can buy a Hotel in the Sky at Brady Harris's website, bradyharrisband.com. Find out more about him on his website or look him up on Instagram at Brady Harris Band. Brady, thanks again. It was a great time. Thanks My for pleasure. playing live. Arwen, my pleasure. Thank you so much, really. Hey, you're listening to Arwen Lewis. This is Arwen Lewis Show. And have a good afternoon or evening or morning, wherever you are.
The Arwen Lewis Show was brought to you by Evolve Entertainment. Host, Arwen Lewis. Executive producer, Jeremiah D. Higgins. Producer and sound engineer, Richard Dr. D. Dugan. You can find Arwen Lewis and all of her music at arwenlewismusic.com. And follow her on Instagram at Arwen Lewis. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.